when you show up on video consistently, you connect to them on a human level where those three pillars of getting them to know you, to like you and trust you are already shattered by the time you get on the phone. Social media marketing is all about turning visitors into customers. So why not go to the social media that has the kind of customers that can grow your business? When I go to a networking event or a mastermind and people walk up to me, they're already sold. You're listening to the Personal Injury Marketing Mastermind, the show where elite personal injury attorneys and leading edge marketers give you exclusive access to growth strategies for your firm. If there's a Mount Rushmore for LinkedIn influencers, Shay Robottom is on it. Her candid, thoughtful videos have brought her more than a half million followers. Now she's teaching people how to harness the power of LinkedIn video marketing for their business with her company, Shea Robottom Marketing. We sat down to chat about what content works well on LinkedIn, how to generate traction, and how the site is evolving. I'm your host, Chris Stryer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io. We help elite personal injury attorneys dominate first page rankings with search engine optimization. Being at the forefront of marketing is all about understanding people. So let's get to know our guest. Here's Shay Robottom, CEO of Shay Robottom Marketing. It's a cool story because I, I actually originally was a musician. I was trying to make it as an artist, not really identifying with entrepreneurship quite yet, but obviously there's a lot of overlap. Trying to make it as a, as a musician, you, you start to kind of learn promotion, you start to learn marketing. And one thing that I found over the years trying to do my music, and I was not very successful at marketing myself, I was still waitressing, you know, I, I wasn't making much money. I found that the people on the other side of the camera were making money. And the videographers and the people that I was, you know, in the industry with, like they, they were always working. So the light bulbs kind of went off for me. I realized, wait a minute, you know, maybe I should learn video. Maybe there's something for me on the other side of this camera. And that's when I learned how to shoot. I learned how to edit. I, I stopped music completely and uh, got into digital marketing. You know, I, I landed a client on Facebook with over 2.5 million followers and I was editing his video content. I learned a ton about how to monetize, how to grow a following, how to go viral. And um, it was very, very humbling. You know, I, I built that up. I started out basically just as a freelancer. I got to the point where more and more pages found out about me, found out about the videos I was creating. They wanted in on it. And before I knew it, I had a business uh, providing licensed video content to some of the largest pages on Facebook. At my peak, I was doing over 1 billion views per month on wow. Facebook. Yeah. So that was, um, very, very humbling. I did that for years, just making content for other people. Didn't do anything myself, but I actually grew pretty, pretty depressed there as well, because remember I was an artist and even though I was making content for everyone else, I was, uh, not filling that, that void in me to create for myself. And that right. really started to come out again. And so I was feeling really stuck. I was feeling like pretty dependent on my partners at this point, the business had scaled. I'd brought on investors. I just felt like, what have I done? You know, I mean, this is, this has been great and all, but like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like there was something in me yearning to come out and I was feeling very unfulfilled. I was feeling, um, without confidence to leave. And also what's funny is, um, my business was looking for more leads at the time. And so I remember I went home one night and I wrote a prayer in my diary 
And it's just the craziest story because I'm really not religious. Like I wasn't really like super connected to God or anything, but something just like told me to like write a prayer in my diary. So I get home and I write down, dear God, please send me a sign that things will get better for me. Please send me a sign that my life will have purpose and won't be in vain. Please help me feel alive again. And that was it. I, I closed my diary. And one week after I wrote that entry in my diary, I met a man in Milwaukee, where I'm from, another marketer, who told me to get on LinkedIn. And he said, oh my gosh, you know, you know everything about video and video is new on LinkedIn right now. There's no competition. Get on there, start making videos. Like you already know how to do it. Just apply it to your own personal brand. And um, I did it. You know, I, I hired him. He was my coach for LinkedIn when I started. And uh, right away, I, I, my prayers started to get answered. I started to find fulfillment. I started to find confidence in myself through the really supportive community on LinkedIn. And I started to get leads within two months of posting three original selfie videos per week, just shot on my cell phone, nothing fancy on my LinkedIn Within those first two months, I had generated over six figures in revenue for that Facebook marketing agency I was running at the time. Unreal. Yeah. So that was when the light bulbs went off. That was when I realized, okay, there's a whole nother business here. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling way more fulfilled doing these videos myself. I'm gaining confidence. I'm gaining business. I'm going to go off and I'm going to do it on my own. So that's when I sold the shares in the Facebook business. I moved down to Miami, Florida and the sunshine state. And I started my LinkedIn marketing agency where today I help business owners and professionals create effective videos for the LinkedIn platform to grow their following and attract inbound leads to close more deals. That's incredible. And that story gave me chills. That's, that's, that's so amazing. It's wild, right? So I have an interesting story and it aligns with you. Uh, and it kind of circles back to you. I, of course, you know, Gary V, big stage presence. He came into a, a legal conference and was talking about LinkedIn. So I got on LinkedIn and I'm posting kind of sporadically here and there. And I kept seeing your posts in my feed over uh -huh. and over. And I would look at the view count and I was like, man, you are crushing it. Your videos were engaging. They're the type of videos that I like to watch because they're short to the point, really summarize it. There's not a lot of the fluffs and ums and ahs. And they were just fun and they were a lot different from what I was used to seeing on LinkedIn. So I probably visited your LinkedIn profile more than if you looked at the who's viewed your profile, yes. you probably saw me at the top. And um, so that's where I found you. And I took the six week LinkedIn boot camp. So for our audience, could you just tell us, you know, what the boot camp is and what you're what you do there? Yeah, absolutely. And it was a pleasure coaching you, Chris. You were a great student and you're absolutely right about the who viewed your profile on LinkedIn. That's also real quick. That's a great way to get clients, you know, sign up for LinkedIn premium. Then you can see all the people who've been viewing your profile. If someone's coming back again and again, man, you got to reach out to them. They're a lead. Even if they're not commenting, they're not messaging, they're a lead. So thank you for sharing that. It's a good, good point to, to mix in. So essentially why I created this program, right, is because so many business owners and professionals today struggle to create effective videos for social media that actually produces a result, that actually moves the needle, that actually gets them followers, gets them views, gets them leads. 
And I see this time and time again, where companies are like, we've tried it. We've hired videographers. We've released content. Nothing works. And they're pretty much left just frustrated and overwhelmed. Like, okay, I give up. This isn't for me. All the while not realizing they just haven't been properly trained to make content for social media, which is a completely different ball game these days. It's not television. It's not like traditional advertising. It's newsfeed marketing. So if you don't know how to create videos to compete with the newsfeed, you're going to fall behind. It doesn't matter how expensive your videographer is or how flawless the image looks. Completely different ball game on social media. So that is why I created this program was to essentially give business owners a step-by-step guide on how to create effective videos for social media consistently without breaking the bank, without sucking up too much time that brings them the eyeballs they're looking for to grow their business. Um, and we can get into the details of, you know, what's in that program specifically, you know, but that's yeah. really the, that's really the outcome. You know, you come out of the program out of the six weeks armed and ready to, um, replicate what I've done on LinkedIn for your own personal brand to grow your following and get more business. Yeah. And, and, and you're super humble. So I just want to kind of highlight, you know, as of today, you've got like 620,000 followers on LinkedIn. So this is, this is a true expert of LinkedIn and, you know, I, I gotta say I took the course and most courses, I know Tony, Tony Robbins and Dan Graciosi, if I said his name, right, had mm-hmm. this big course push and I bought the course and did five minutes of it, uh, you know, and I do other courses, but I went through your entire course. It was very organized and I'm going to try to transition really quick to the influencer services. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty for me, you know, I, I'm the owner of a business and, and it was just super busy and I was having a really, a lot of difficult time first of all, doing the strategy. And I kind of wanted to find, you know, Dan Sullivan is as says, you know, find your who, you know, don't, don't ask yourself how to do this, find right. a who. who. And I was like, okay, well, I know your team are the experts here. So I went and signed up for the influencer agency services and it's done for you. So any of the attorneys listening, if you've seen my post, that's Shay's team and they do a phenomenal job. And let's just, before we dive into the nitty gritty about LinkedIn strategy, let's just briefly just talk about the done for you portion of, and kind of how, what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love working with people like yourself, Chris, because um, the done for you, it's, it's really for people who already have content, potentially already maybe even have like a presence on another platform like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, but they're not doing anything on LinkedIn. So my team will go in, take their content, sift through what's already existing, find what's um, most tailored for LinkedIn and we'll re-edit, re-optimize it for LinkedIn and post on the profile, run the whole page so you don't have to lift a finger. And that's great for like, you know, business celebrities, like the Cardones as an example, Mm. Uh, Kevin Harrington is a client of mine. They already have content. They just don't have time to run their LinkedIn. And and frankly, they don't even know where to start because LinkedIn is such a question mark for so many people. Um, But with you, Chris, it was really cool because you didn't have content. So therefore you wouldn't qualify to be an agency client, but what you've done and what several of my agency clients has done is you went through the boot camp first so that you could actually learn how to create your own content. And then from there, you actually qualify to become an agency client. So, you know, Chris has his podcast. Chris is shooting his own videos. He's actually actively handing my team raw files to work with on a regular basis, which makes 
our job's super easy because all we have to do is plug it in, grow the profile. It's been a beautiful formula for a lot of business owners to really, you know, get it off their plate. So that's a little bit more about the done for you. If you're listening and you already have content and you think you qualify, definitely reach out. I, I understand it's so overwhelming to want to learn another platform yourself and start repurposing there. Don't even worry about it. My team will do it for you. And if you're listening and you're like, I want that, but I don't even have anything to repurpose. I don't have a single piece of content. Well, buy the bootcamp, you know, go through the bootcamp first. It's a one-time payment. You learn everything that I know, and then you can start filming your own raw footage and handing it to my team. And we can do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's so many attorneys, there's, you know, heavy hitting trial attorneys. I know that listen to this show and they're on the stage or speaking. Uh, I know the Lanier conference, Mark Lanier's conference is coming up and, and it's just, they already have all of this thought leadership and content that they could use on LinkedIn and other social channels. So yeah, I really had to echo that. And I know, you know, there's some law firms like Bader Scott and um, Gomez trial attorneys that are starting a podcast. So that's just a phenomenal outlet for thought leadership. And it's just really worked yes. well for me uh, as well. Shay puts out a great mix of content, articles, posts, live Q&A, caption stills, but by far what performs the best for her is video. So I wanted to hear from her. Why does video work so well on LinkedIn? The thing about video is it actually yields more leads because when you show up on video, you are more relatable. You are able to connect on a human level to people in a way that you really can't do through article, text, and um, picture format. When I go to a networking conference or a mastermind and I walk in the room and people see me, they already know me because of my videos. If I only ever released articles and I walked in, they might recognize me, but they would be like, okay, now like who really is this chick though? Cause I don't like, I've, I've read her articles, but like, I want to get to know her now. So when you're in the sales cycle, we always talk about this, right? Like the prospect needs to go through three phases of getting to know you, getting to like you and getting to trust you. When you show up on video consistently, you connect to them on a human level where those three pillars of getting them to know you, to like you and trust you are already shattered by the time you get on the phone. So when I go to a networking event or a mastermind and people walk up to me, they're already sold. You know, I, I, I mean, sales just gets easier and easier for me. The more people that I reach through my videos, because it's the video that allows them to understand who I really am on a human level, to connect with them, to relate to them. And at the end of the day, people do business with people, not businesses. So I will always push video. It has been the most powerful um, form of content for me. Even if other forms get more likes or more views, uh, videos, always yields more leads. And that's, I think what a lot of people are here for at the end of the day on LinkedIn is to make money. So um, there's just no comparing. And also I totally understand that it's a, it's an area of insecurity for a lot of people. They're scared to get on camera. They don't want to do any public speaking and this and that. But if you can break through that fear and trust that your business is on the other side of that camera, you got to turn on the camera and shoot these videos. And that's a hundred percent me. So I've got the cold sweats on the stage and I'm like, so <laughs> get out of my comfort zone. That's phenomenal. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. You can hear the tonality in their voice. You can see their facial expressions, things like that. I love that. And mm -hmm. just build kind of a rapport from a distance. You're like, oh, I like that person. Here's one that's been bothering me. 
This is kind of a self-serving question that I have to ask here. Oh, good. Let's hear it. So this question is, you know, how often should someone be posting? Well, you know, it depends. Um, I do think quantity is more important than quality on LinkedIn. I myself, I posted three times a week starting out. So the thing is, if, if I would have posted every day starting out, I would have gotten the same amount of views, but I would have been doing twice the work and twice the posts because LinkedIn will distribute the views between multiple posts. And I still, even today with over 600, I don't, I usually won't post um, more than once a day. So I would say once a day, once you've built up a following, if you're just brand new starting out, even less than that is fine. And also Chris, the most important thing on social media is consistency. So post what you can commit to. If you can only commit to one post a week starting out, and that's the only way you're not going to get overwhelmed and quit, then that's fine. Start with one a week and you can build from there. A lot of people want to hit the ground running. They want to start with like 10 posts a day. And it's like, they just end up burnt out really quick and also frustrated because they're like, I don't get it. I'm posting so much. Where are the views? Well, it takes time to build that personal algorithm on your page. So you want to do it strategically. You do want to do it slowly, make one post, do everything that you can to accumulate as much engagement on that one post first, as much as you can let it die out, then go to the next post. And these are all things that I also break down in the program. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're posting all the time and getting no reach, stop because you're basically communicating to the LinkedIn algorithm over and over again that you're not valuable and you're butchering the personal algorithm on your page. Getting started on any social media is hard. You're posting content, but you're not getting a lot of feedback and followers come slowly, if at all. I asked Shay how important early engagement was for her profiles and how people can begin to create that kind of traction. It's super important to get engagement in the form of comments on LinkedIn. That's what really drives the algorithm. Just ask, you know, if you're doing your very first post on LinkedIn, have some people lined up to comment on it. That's okay if it's not purely organic starting out. You want to jumpstart your algorithm. You want to get your video into the feed because every single person that comments is now exposing that piece of content to their following. And that's how you grow. That's what I did in the beginning when I hired my coach. I made my first post. He shot it out to his network. You know, he had all his peeps go comment on it. And it really helped jumpstart me in the algorithm. And it kind of goes for like any business, really. Like if you're starting a business, what do you usually do? You usually have a few of your friends buy your product for free or discount, and then they write you a testimonial, and then you build and build from there. So uh, there is some controversy, I guess you could say on LinkedIn about morality of this inorganic engagement starting out like, oh, well, you just cheated, Shay, you just had people manually go comment. It's like, that's every business. If I'm going to do door to door vacuum sales, who are the first couple of people I'm going to go to are going to be my mom, my grandma, my sister, and you know, people that I know personally, like, that's normal, you know, we all need help jump starting our business jump starting our brand. And LinkedIn is no exception. So I would say starting out, just have some people to comment right away. Have them comment within the first hour, whether it's your employees, your colleagues, your partners, whether it's your mom, <laughs> have your mom go comment on your LinkedIn. And that will help propel your page forward and kind of jumpstart you in the algorithm, especially if you already have a dead profile where nobody is seeing your stuff. I love that. I, I kind of, the analogy that I'm thinking of is like a grand opening for a restaurant, friends and family, 
get them all there to kind of hype up the restaurant. And Exactly. This is nothing new. You know, everyone's been doing it since the dawn of time. There's just a little stigma sometimes on LinkedIn with like the pods and the inorganic engagement, but the, it's like welfare, you know, get on it because you really need it, but don't abuse it. Get off of it. Once you start getting traction on your own, you don't need the inorganic engagement anymore. It's just there to help get you on your feet. And that's what welfare is for. But of course, with anything, people abuse it. And that's why it gets a, a bad rap. Let's talk some features, some tools. One of the, the first ones I'm going to lead with is very frustrating because my background is more SEO based. Right. And so and I'm not even sure what they're called now. LinkedIn Pulse or LinkedIn Articles. You know, do you ever think Pulse is going to fix their SEO? Do you think that they're going to actually make this useful? Kind of what's your thoughts on that? I don't know. You know, that's a really good question. It's my specialty is really just, I'm the video girl and I stick with that. But I will say I talk to LinkedIn pretty regularly and I know that they're trying to revive articles. So there could be in the near future, uh, a bump there, but as of now, I, I would say stick with the video content. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I did a competitor analysis on LinkedIn. I I crawled their whole site and I only saw like a few posts, like really getting a lot of visibility and they were very specific to LinkedIn. Mm. And I was like, uh, maybe that's not right for me. Uh, and then here's right. another one that I know that they're trying to make improvements on. But when I look at, you know, like Facebook groups where they're at and like Slack and different communities versus LinkedIn groups, do you think maybe that's like in a holding pattern and maybe come back to it or that's a great great question actually because linkedin groups used to be fire you know right. five, five, ten years ago i mean that that's really uh why a lot of people came to linkedin was for these groups i think that video killed the group star <laughs> video yeah. killed video killed the groups that's another thing that they're trying to revive and bring back i honestly haven't seen it yet i myself am growing a group just to have it for you know in case the algorithm ever swings back the other way i do want to be able to have a group of my followers to utilize but it's um it's challenging to get reach in groups now it used to be a lot easier yeah, to totally agree. And, and back in the day when you could message your entire group base, it was like an email blast. It was amazing. Hopefully they they tune those up because I really like the LinkedIn platform and, and would love to have that community aspect built. And let's talk a little bit about live. I know you've been doing some live shows. So tell me about live. Well, LinkedIn Live isn't um, hosted directly through LinkedIn. So it's a little different than other platforms where A, not everyone gets access to it. And B, when you do get access to it, which you have to apply to get approved, you still have to go through a third-party streaming service to launch your live on LinkedIn. I got approved a few months ago now around Christmas time. And I just do a weekly show where people can come ask me anything. I do do interviews, fun stuff. Like today we've got Justin Guarini, which is going to be super fun. I think it's a great way to give your channel some direct access to you. So for people like myself who are really busy, who I can't reply to every comment anymore. There's so many people coming at my posts. Live is a great option for people to actually come on and ask me questions directly. And I'm live, you know, I'm there. So that's been really great. I've been utilizing it to just basically give back to my community, give them some of my time and my attention. And I also created a group on LinkedIn for everyone to join who wants updates on my live. So I, I go live every Tuesday at four 
except for every third Tuesday of the month, which I have the elite call with my graduate clients. So that's, even that was strategic, you know, because now I have all the people coming to my weekly show every third week, they're going to be like, wait a minute, where is she? And I put up a post saying, Hey, if you want to see me on the third week, you got to join my community because I'm in a private call. Yeah, exactly. So I created this group because what I do is for all the people who can't make it for EST on Tuesdays, we post the recap in the group every next day. So the Wednesday following my team posts the live into my live group with all of the timestamps of what I talked about and when, so they, they can just kind of sift through and get the updates on, on Shea shines world if they want. Um, but yeah, that's basically been the basis of it. I'm still figuring it out. This is, this is actually new territory for me, Chris, you know, I've always done recorded videos, even my last business on Facebook, we didn't do anything with live. I mean, so this, Mm -hmm. this is really an opportunity for me to learn, but at the end of the day, I like it as well because I can make content from the live segment, just like you're doing with your podcast. You can go through, pick up the micro clips, make little video clips, post it natively to the newsfeed as an organic video. And it's like, oh, I didn't even need to make content this week because I covered so much value in my live. My team's just going to go in, chop it up. And then at the end of each of those little videos we post, I have a CTA saying, join my weekly live group for updates, you know, kind of letting everyone know, like, this is a segment from my live. Did you find it valuable? Great. Join the full show. Cause I go live every week. Um, so those are just kind of some tips and hacks for the live so far. It's been super fun. And I also, I use restream to do my lives. Cause as I said, you need a third party app and that's what I'm using third party service. Nice. Nice. I've heard Streamyard too. And, and yeah, I haven't Streamyard's dove into good. it. Mm-hmm. Nice. A couple final questions here. And just, just briefly, you know, LinkedIn ads, is this, you know, for the personal injury attorneys listening, most of them are more B2C. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, looking directly at consumer. Now some are doing the thought leadership as like a a peer, you know, referral strategy. What's kind of your thoughts on LinkedIn ads? Is this, you know, something that can build a personal or is it more the business? I don't think the ads uh, platform is really built out on LinkedIn, especially coming from the Facebook world where I did do media buying in my last agency. We ran many different, you know, ad campaigns for consumer products, retargeted the whole nine yards. LinkedIn really doesn't have that functionality yet. I do think it's it's possible. I think they're going to build it out more, but I just say learn organic. You know, if you can take the power into your own hands by learning how to create organic content, even if you're already running ads, it's only going to complement the ads you do. It's going to create that much more traction. You know, I'm very fortunate to have learned digital marketing on the side of organic marketing. Everything I've always done has been organic. Everything, those billion views a month on Facebook were organic. I mean, it's really powerful. I think if I took my content and did run ads, it would do very well, but I have not needed to because I have so many people coming in the door just from organic posts alone. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I briefly, I use Link Selling. I can't remember the owner. I really like the uh, owner. Link Selling, yeah. Yeah, he and it just, I didn't, I don't blame any channel. I always feel like it's a strategy thing. Like maybe I didn't execute the strategy properly. And um, so yeah, the, the organics really worked a lot better for me. And, but uh, yeah, I was just kind of interested on your thoughts there. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of end here with one final question to get you, uh, get your brain noodling a bit on some of your posts that have really went super viral 
you know, like what are some of the more fun ones that have really got a lot of attention? What are the, what are some of the posts that you thought, oh, this could get a lot of attention and then it just didn't do anything? You know, right. uh, what have you seen? Uh-huh. There's a couple different answers in that question, which A, I will just say, don't ever attach yourself to anything. Because I made that mistake in the beginning, especially being an artist, coming from that background, you know, I am very sensitive. The reality is sometimes we have an idea and we think it's going to go viral and we're so excited and we pour all this energy into it and it flops. And sometimes we post a video thinking, nah, this probably will go nowhere and it goes viral. And there is some unpredictability in video marketing with those things. So the best piece of advice I can give anyone is don't attach yourself to these things. Don't, you know, develop a, such a strong attachment to your work where, where your day is actually going to be worsened and your mood is going to be less if you didn't, if your post didn't do well that day. And that was something that I had to learn as an influencer. Like I used to just attach my worth so much to if posts do well or not. And now it's like, eh, you know, I just, I don't care at all. And, and the other thing that I'll answer is, um, I have gone viral many times on LinkedIn, many, many times. But the thing is, is it's not always the same. So a lot of times I've gone viral because I do funny skits, which are highly produced, which I do have a videographer come in for, which we do edit, which we do, you know, put a lot of, of production time into. And um, those tend to perform really well because I, I know the platform by now. I know my audience, I have the data and there's nothing like making people laugh. Right. So a lot of my viral posts have been more highly produced where I actually did pay for a videographer to come sometimes skits, sometimes just more, highly produced documentary style, et cetera. But some of my viral videos are actually just shot on a cell phone with no editing at all. And those viral videos are usually viral because they touch on something that uh, human beings can really relate to something that maybe other people believe in, but aren't saying Um, rants, you know, I've literally gone on like rants before where I'm angry and I'm like, this just needs to be said. And it goes viral because so many people are like starving for that. They're like, Oh my God, thank God. Finally, this woman is saying what I've been thinking and people hit the share, share, share button and it goes viral. So anything's possible. I have, like I said, a wide range. Sometimes it's a skit. Sometimes it's something I poured a lot of energy to into. Sometimes it's just an emotional felt rant that I shot on my cell phone heated in the moment. And people want to see that too. So at the end of the day, it's about providing value. I can provide value to people through making them laugh, through doing a play, through putting on a big production that's entertaining. And I can provide value to people just from speaking my mind without fear of being disliked and getting them to resonate with me from a place of like, wow, this chick gets me. And wow, I'm not alone in feeling this way. Shay is such a thoughtful, genuine person. It's no wonder she's attracted such a following on social media. And she's right. At the end of the day, people do business with people, not businesses. So even if you don't think of yourself as a social media person, sharing yourself candidly with viewers can really create a sense of trust that leads to a long-lasting customer relationship. I'd like to thank Shay Robottom from Shea Robottom Marketing for sharing her story with us. And I hope you gained some valuable insights from the conversation. You've been listening to the Personal Injury Marketing Mastermind. I'm Chris Dreyer. If you like this episode, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from our listeners. I'll catch you on next week's PIM with another incredible guest and all the strategies you need to master personal injury marketing. Mm-hmm.